Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show and watch your life grow. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show. And today I've got a very special guest. Something I don't normally do is interview people who uh, publicize other people. Uh, But there is a book that I think everyone who is seriously serious uh, about their business and gaining publicity, knowing how to do it the correct way, knowing how to hire the right publicist, or if you want to do it yourself, uh, I think this book is the real deal. It's called Simple Publicity, and the author is Melody Rembrandt. How are you, love? Hi, Philippe. Great. How about yourself today? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for taking some time out and being with me today. You bet. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, uh, absolutely. Listen, I want to just dig into this book because it's, it's probably, in my opinion, and I have read many, and Lord knows you know I have worked with probably some of the greatest publicists in the world. This is really, really a good book. It's very meaty. Uh, there's no fluff in it. Uh, it is the ultimate, in my opinion, how-to book to do publicity. That being you. said, <laughs> you're welcome. That being <laughs> said, how realistic is it for individuals, businesses, small businesses, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs to to really do their own publicity. I mean, it's a lot. It is very realistic. And I have to tell you, I wrote this book because I was getting question after question from small business owner after small business owner saying, hey, I know we need publicity, but we're starting out. We don't have a big budget. And I really felt there was a need for this book. And so now for under $20, you can get this book and do your own publicity. Now, it does take some time and effort, but when you're starting out, you know, that's all you have, and you can definitely do your own publicity. So that's the reason why you call it simple publicity, because it's kind of like a simple way of just one, two, three steps, let's let's do it, here it goes. Exactly. I just wanted to spell it out. I mean, business owners have other things they have to deal with. So I made this a really quick read so they knew the basics of what they needed to do to get their businesses some publicity. Now, I noticed you started out in the book with goals and setting goals and really getting uh, clear about that. Why is that so important? Shouldn't I just go out and just get publicity from our business? Well, I think goals are important in anything you're trying to do because how are you going to get from point A to point B if you don't know what point B is? And also, you know, it helps you save a lot of time and effort when you know and you focus on exactly where you're going. And you want to really sit down and think, okay, what kind of publicity do I want? What media venues are my are my target members, audience members paying attention to? Mm-hmm. What publications? What online media? What radio programs, uh, etc. And so you really want to focus in on how you can get the most bang for the buck, basically. Uh, and then from there, you can figure out who you need to contact at those specific media venues. Um, back in the day. 
because uh, I'm old school. I, I've been in this game for about 20, well, almost, or actually 30 years of doing interviews. And back in the day, you know, you had to have the bang diggity press kit because there was no Internet. So mm-hmm. you had to really have a, a really knockdown, drag out press kit to stand out amongst the crowd in order for editors or producers to see you as, as, as valid and valuable. So now you have digital press kits, but there are some that still want to see something physical. Talk to us about that in terms of the press kit dilemma. Well, I definitely tell all my clients to create a print media kit as well as one online. Obviously, you want it online so reporters can get the information they need 24-7. They can get it immediately. They can download photos, information about your company. And basically, if you don't have it online and your competitor does and the reporter is on deadline, guess whose information they're going to use in the story? It's not going to be yours. It's going to be the competitor's. But I think a lot of new business owners, too, get involved in, oh, I need a media kit. I've got to get this set up. And, you know, it's important, but there are other things that will get you media attention as a small business owner. Uh, You know, if you're just starting out, you know, put together the basics and, you know, think about it in a common sense way. Mm -hmm. If you were a reporter, what would you want to see about your company? You know, you want the basics about the corporate data, maybe the most recent press release, uh, photos, uh, so I look at a media kit as a snapshot of your company because you have to think about the reporter. That person is in a hurry. They have a lot of stories to cover, and they want to just get the gist of your story when they look at whatever information you're giving them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so are there some myths in public relations that uh, the uh, small business owner needs to know about and that they think, you know, the publicity is easy to get. Uh, let's just talk to us about some of the, the myths that are out there uh, in relation to public relations. Well, sure. And these are some of the first things I focus on in my book because I heard these all the time. And, and unfortunately, a lot of small business owners came to me after they were burned by going to a large PR agency because they think, oh, I'll just sign up with a big PR agency and it's done. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, if you don't have a big budget, your company kind of goes down the list of people who deal with your um, publicity. So you might end up dealing with a college intern, you know, who's doing your publicity and you're paying a lot of money, but you won't get the results. So, uh, you know, that doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. And, you know, there are myths out there. One of the first ones is that you need a lot of money to do PR. You can definitely do it yourself, as we discussed. Now, it is going to take some time and effort, but at least you're in control of the process. You're not wasting money on activities that you don't know whether or not they're being done or not at an agency. Uh, and, you know, and then that goes right along with the next myth that you need to hire a publicist. Uh, and you really don't. Basically, if you're a reporter, you hear from publicists all the time, just like you do. You're probably inundated with pitches all the time. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you get this call from John Doe, who has this really interesting business. He's the business owner. You're more interested in talking to him. I mean, after all, if you're the business owner, you're the one with a passion about the business. You know all about what's going on. And, you know, people want to hear that real-life story. Uh, so you actually have a better chance of getting in with the media when you're the actual business owner than actually hiring a publicist. And 
But yeah, are there so, some things that, as a business owner, that you, you know, kind of never do, never say to a reporter? Are there some protocols there that, that need to be in place? Uh, because uh, these people are not necessarily your friends, so there might be some things that you just want to say off the cuff, but it might not be off the cuff in terms of how they're perceiving it as a reporter. There are some things. I think the main thing to think about is nothing is off the record. Mm -hmm. Know that whatever you say can and will be used against you. They can't use it. And unfortunately with the press, you never know what they're going to say, if they're going to misquote you. And, you know, I always tell my clients, too, if they get an interview with a big media venue, they get really excited. And I say, you know, I tell them, don't tell anyone yet, because we don't even know if it's going to make it into print or be published. Right, right, you know, right. You could be on the, on the cutting room floor. Right. That's up to the editors and publishers and who knows. Maybe your photo reminds someone of their ex-wife. and so Oh, Lord. It, yeah. ha- it has happened. Yeah, you, you just never know. So, you know, once the story is published, you can tell everyone you want. But, unfortunately, it's just the way the media works. You know, and a lot of times it's because they need room for advertising space or, you know, it, like you said, it ends up on the cutting room floor. But, um, and, you know, another so, big myth. Go ahead. So you got another myth or another piece, another piece to that? One that I always hear is people relate press release to PR. A lot of people think that's what it means. Um, no. And so, really? <laughs> and obviously it doesn't. Um, but you do need a good press release to build buzz online. And I often tell people if they are not writers, experienced writers, not to write them themselves because then it just gives your company a bad impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Publicity and public relations is much more than just issuing a press release. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, speaking of which, what is, a, I, I get this all the time, what's the difference between branding, because, you know, you hear this term branding, uh, versus public relations or PR, which is what public relations means or PR means, uh, and um, uh, marketing. So you've got branding, you've got PR, and you've got marketing, and a lot of people just kind of mush all of that together, but they're really distinctively different. Can you elaborate on that? I can. Well, all of them are part of marketing. Branding, in a nutshell, is what people think of your business when they hear of it. Uh, You know, we all think of something when we hear brand names like Coca-Cola or McDonald's or Xerox and immediately envision a certain type of company. So that, in a nutshell, is how I look at branding. Marketing are all the tactics and and strategies you use to bring in sales. So that's why public relations falls under marketing. And public relations is specifically any kind of communications you use internally or externally to talk to customers, partners, anyone about your company. So that's kind of a, a very simple way to tell them apart. And with public relations, obviously you're talking a lot to the media because you want that story to be in a publication that gives you third-party credibility, and you cannot buy that third-party credibility anyway. The only mm-hmm. reason it is through public relations. Mm-hmm. So when, you're dealing with mar- when you're dealing with marketing and advertising, a lot of times you're buying placements, um, right. you know, social media ads, uh, print advertisements, 
But public relations is really about communicating to get that third-party credibility. So, you know, you know, I have a toothpick shop, right? And I make, you know, really good toothpicks. I make flat toothpicks. I make round toothpicks. Uh, I make, uh, you know, angled toothpicks. So how do I, uh, Melanie? Do you have, do you have like, junior teeth? <laughs> <laughs> how do I make anyone give a, a rat's patootie about my toothpicks? Uh, and I, and I, I'm being facetious as I say this, but in a way I'm being very serious because there are some businesses that don't have a lot of personality. Uh, they're very boring. How do you make it press worthy? Well, that's true. Uh, well, you have to look at why you created the company in the first place. I mean, there must be some reason you created all these different types of toothpicks, and you have to look at that. You know, <laughs> what what was the passion behind this? Was there are you unique? You know, what is your unique selling proposition? Why are you different than anyone else? And you know, if you don't know that, you have to go out to your target market and ask them, you know, why, mm-hmm. why would you buy this toothpick? And then you find out why, why you are unique. So you have that. And then you have some people test your toothpicks, and they give you some great testimonials about it. So now you have your unique uh, selling proposition, and you have some testimonials. Now, maybe there's something going on in the world, like maybe it's National Pie Month or National Spinach Month, and people are getting food stuck in their teeth. You you can tie your product to trends and news that are going on in the world. And then you go back and you tell about why it's unique, why you started the company. You know, you can tell stories about your customers and the before and after of using your toothpicks. You just kind of have to be creative, and you have to really think about your customers and why they would want to, you know, find out about your toothpicks. The same with journalists. Why do you have an interesting story to tell? Maybe you started your uh, uh, toothpick business by breaking down a bat you used as a child, and that's how you made your first group of toothpicks. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's always a story. You're running with this toothpick thing. You are definitely a publicist. I swear to God. I want a toothpick. I want to read this press release now on toothpicks. I mean, uh, you're amazing. Well, thank you. I've been, I've been doing this a while, but I think people get so close to their products, too, they just get stuck. So that's when you kind of have to reach outside and ask people, what do you think of my my new product? Mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. then it's fun because you get to be creative and, and, and tell people all the great reasons that they should, you know, have your tooth, toothpick, excuse me. So, you know, it, it just comes to again, kind of looking outside the box and being creative, and there's always some newsworthy item there. You just have to find it. Uh, Is there uh, an assault on public relations uh, as a result of search engine optimization or SEO now coming into uh, uh, the uh, vernacular of uh, the Internet, uh, or are they uh, do they make good bestsellers? Are they working together? Oh, I love search engine optimization. Uh, several years ago, I became certified as a search engine optimization strategist because I have to tell you, if you are not using search engine optimization today, which is basically getting awareness online with the search engines by using different keywords, you're missing out on a huge opportunity um, because you can instantly boost sales, online awareness, and the competition cost effectively. Uh, And basically, 
it's part of content marketing, which is the new trend that you're hearing about lately. And basically, the search engines, they want valuable information. They don't want you to just add keywords to your site. And your customers want value as well. So the whole thing turns around, and as you think about your publicity and your marketing and your search engine optimization, you're thinking about how you can provide value to your customers. And one of the ways to do that is to provide content, whether it's, you know, e-articles, newsletters, blogs, what have you. Mm -hmm. So it's not enough anymore to just say, buy my stuff. It's on sale right now. Get down there on Thursday. It's going to be going on. It's not enough to do that anymore. No, I mean, who cares? I mean, people (laughs) want to hear about you and your, you know, the benefits. What are they going to get out of it? And if you have Now, you, you just brought up something. In your book, you specifically talk about, uh, write about the benefits versus uh, what was the term? I'm sorry, what versus? You you have a, a, a section in the book where you talk about uh, look at the benefits and not the features. Uh, oh, per definitely. Yeah. So, so that's something that I think people have a, a real difficult time differentiating because, again, you said they're so close to their own product. Or service. Right. So, right. so what's the difference between a feature uh, or a benefit versus a feature? Well, to put it in a nutshell, let's say you have a pencil. The features are it is yellow, it has an eraser, and it writes. The benefits are you can write with it upside down, you can take it anywhere, and the ink won't ever run out because it doesn't have ink. So, again, you're looking at the benefits. What is this pencil going to do for me? And that's what you want to think about. And, and so many people out there, too, uh, they always are, we, we, I, we're so happy with this press release. Of course you are. We're thrilled at the news. And people don't care. Of course you're thrilled. Otherwise, you wouldn't send a press release out. Uh, you know, it, it, it comes down, you know, and I love the way things are changing now because it's all about value. Customers want value, and they're going to the companies that provide it. Um, I know some recent statistics just came out um the Custom Content Council says that because 61% of consumers say they feel better about a company that delivers custom content, they are also more likely to buy from that company. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's great. And, and I tell new business owners, too, if they are not comfortable writing, that they should spend the money to hire a good SEO copywriter because – they will get their money back from that experience right away. And the great Mm -hmm. thing about it, too, is before you couldn't really give results for publicity efforts and press releases. It was kind of up in the air. But now you, with SEO, you can track who's opening your press releases and all of your other content. You can see what your customers really like and what they don't. And you can immediately stop giving them content they don't want. And therefore, you save time, money, and you increase sales. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. you know, I, I think PR has evolved now that it includes this excellent technology. It's a huge part of SEO and content marketing. So, um, it, I, I think it helps customers get the information they want, and it also helps businesses get their unique uh, services across to people. Now, you said earlier, you know, kind of uh, the difference between a large uh, company, PR company, versus uh uh, maybe a smaller company or an individual, uh, which kind of goes into uh, one of the questions that I have. Back in the day, there used to be a time when you did publicity, it was like a shotgun approach. You just 
you just uh, shot the wad and went everywhere, and let's see what sticks on the wall in terms of who calls us back. Uh, and any publicity is good publicity. Uh, I have a feeling, based upon your book, you don't agree with that. I don't, and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure everyone out there agrees with it that each day I'm sure you get inundated with 100 emails saying how great this company is uh, or, yep. or their services are. Uh, you have no not, idea. It does not work, and, and I see yeah. so many companies spending thousands of dollars on just issuing press releases that go out to the masses, and that's really not how it's done anymore. Everything is very targeted and specific. For example, you would come up with a specific story idea for a specific media member at a specific media venue, and you know exactly what your goal is and what you want to do, and then you pitch that specific media member. And if he or she's not interested, fine, you move on to the next person, the next story idea. But during this whole process, you're creating media relationships. And things are very one-on-one -on -one now. Um, you know, people don't want all that email spam, and they just don't care. So you really need to talk one-on-one. -on -one. And I actually, I'll give you the big secret of my book. Um, it's that there's one simple secret to getting publicity. And people forget about it with all of today's bells and whistles. And it's basically picking up the phone and talking <laughs> directly to a media member. And, you know, oh, that's, that's scary. so scary. And, and no, it, it is scary. But, you know, if, if, you, if you can't do it, then it's wise to hire someone who can because that's how it's done today. Um, yeah. And if, you, if you're a business owner, I mean, it's just like sales. You're calling to sell your idea. So, um, you know, but that's what works. You know, talk that's to us scary. about this, uh, Melanie, a little bit, uh, if you could. I back in nineteen oh, I wanna say ninety two, ninety three, I had uh, a little uh uh chutzpah in me and I literally uh, uh called up um uh, uh CBS and uh requested an interview with now the late Ed Bradley, who is, you know, a journalistic icon. Uh mm -hmm. and you talk about the top of media. And I actually got the guy on the phone. Uh, and we did an interview. It was my first major interview, and I was scared to death. But talk to the business owner that's listening right now, the solopreneur, of how to break through that fear of picking up the phone and talking to, because they don't have to talk necessarily to a person from 60 Minutes. I'm just saying, they're not, not that big or daunting is what I'm trying to say. Uh, uh, elaborate on that if you could. Well, sure, and, and I actually go through this step-by-step step in the book. Uh, you want to put together your thoughts, and like I said, what's your goal, okay? What's your story idea? Who are you going to talk to? Write down what you want to say, and then you need to practice. You either get a friend or a coworker and oh, nice, give them nice. your pitch. Or, and a great thing to do, too, is you can videotape it because that helps you start getting used to videos and television camera auditions and you can see if you're doing strange things on camera but, I mean, it's just it's a skill and you need to practice and learn it and then when you feel comfortable you know start small start with your local newspaper and give them a call mm -hmm. and see how it goes and then move up the ladder and I mean I've had people just make one call to a big huge publication and their story was just so unique that they got a huge story out of it 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, mm-hmm. it does happen, but you do need to practice, and, and you want to make a good first impression. So, um, you know, it, it's something that you do need to work on. And if you are the, the owner of your company, you probably will be the one talking to the media. Uh, so, it's you know, you might as well start getting those skills now. Sure, that makes absolute sense. How can people get in contact with you? We're not done yet, but I, I think there are, by now people are saying, oh, my God, how can I get some Melody Rembrandt in my life? <laughs> well, that would be great. I offer a lot of free information on my site, too, because, you know, I I started my business a long time ago, and I went through everything all the entrepreneurs out there are going through. My website is RembrandtWrites.com. It's Rembrandt, like the artist, and then the word W-R-I-T-E-S.com. So it's RembrandtWrites.com. RembrandtWrites.com. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. You talk about... Uh, events that matter, and you tell people to go to events uh, that matter. What do you mean by that, and how do you determine an event that matters to your business? I can't even begin to tell you how diluted I am sometimes by going to various different events, and oh, why did I do that? You know, I just get some cognac and go in a corner, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know. I just said, who is he talking to? Himself. Uh, and um, how do you do this where you can screen out where to go and, and, and what, how to schmooze and, and all of that? Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, one of the key things about going to events are, you know, are the plan- it's a planning process ahead of time. You know, why are you going? Some events you go to to meet specific people. Now, most of my clients, I tell them in advance to try to get a speaking engagement at the event because then they have instant credibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're speaking. They don't have to buy uh, placements, advertising placements on bags and what have you if they don't you know, have a lot of money. And then the other thing is, too, you want to see what media are going to be at the various events because they all have uh, news media rooms at these events if they're big events, and that's where mm-hmm. – drop off your materials, etc. But if you're speaking at the event, uh, you can usually find out in advance what news media are invited, and you can contact them and say, hey, my client or I'm speaking at this event, would you like to conduct an interview while I'm there? Mm-hmm, so this mm-hmm. way you're going to the event, but you, you're a speaker there, so you could also videotape yourself and put that on your website or send it to potential customers. Uh, you're meeting interview media members there, so you might get some press out of it. And plus, just meeting people there as a speaker. So if okay. at all possible, I always say, you know, try to take that angle when you go to an event to get the most out of it possible. Fantastic. All right. So here is, I know, a question that people are thinking of right now, and that is, okay, Melanie, I am completely convinced that you are the expert of experts on publicity. Um, realistically, uh, what would it cost me uh, per month or per trimester or whatever to do relevant publicity, or should I just do something online? Should I have a mixture of online, offline? Should I just do radio? Should, what, what, what should I do? And what, what, what would that actually look like roughly? I'm putting you on the spot, Melody. Well, no, it's it's fine because uh, a, lo- a lot of small business owners ask me that. And, uh, you know, first of all, if you have no money at all and you're just starting out, Start making a list of the media members with your story angles and just call them. I mean, that doesn't cost you anything but time and effort. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, The next step up would be to issue some kind of SEO press release and Mm -hmm. to get the word out. And you can do that very cost-effectively. Again, you know, I would work with the people uh, who call me to see exactly what they need. Uh, And then it goes up from there, you know, where maybe you just need your online newsroom created. Maybe you need full-on public relations. It's very unique to the business, though, and what they're doing. And unlike the big PR firms out there, I don't say, oh, you didn't have $10,000, forget about it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. there. So I really work with people. And that's one of the reasons I wrote the book, because if they have no money, I say, hey, go buy this book. It tells you everything you need to know until you can get to the step where you can spend a little money and, you know, have some So it's money. kind of like a publicity coach on paper. That's basically what the book is. It's, it's like, exactly. here's a, you, know, you know, here's a little coaching until you can get to – the place where you have enough publicity coming in, hopefully that will translate into a return on investment. Your income goes up, and so now you're able to do a little bit more. Exactly, and that's how most businesses operate. And, and, you know, I've worked with very small businesses, nonprofits, all the way up to multimillion-dollar Fortune 500 companies. So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, But, uh, you know, it's very targeted. Well, I know who you work with, uh, Melanie. My goodness. (laughs) That's how we met. No. <laughs> I already know that answer. Uh, okay. So, so what, another question is: How do you uh, know that you have a good PR person or firm? What are some of the, you know, stalwart criteria that that I know that if if he or she meets this. I'm going to be okay, and I'm not really wasting my money or my time. Well, communication is key. When you start out, you know, talk to them. What are the expectations? You should both be on the same page. I mean, if they're expecting to be on the cover of Time Magazine the first week, forget about it. Uh, Unless they have a really great story to tell. I mean, uh, uh, I'm excited because I just signed with a new client last week. I've only been with him seven days, and he is at this very moment doing a huge interview for the L.A. Times. So it happens. It but, happens, uh, sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, communication is key. You want expectations up front. Um, and, and they should be realistic about what they can get for you and when and, and know that there's no such thing as guaranteed placements. If someone guarantees a placement, you should run because, mm, uh, really? you know, yeah, unless they're doing Because, you know, that's out there. That's a very good point that you bring up. There are publishers out there that basically guarantee placement. If you pay a certain amount of money, they'll guarantee your placement. And, you know, th- that's fine. I mean, they might know people at certain um, publications that they can get the article or what have you in. But usually, like I said, I mean, if it's a legit media venue, it's up to the editor, publisher, uh, producer. I mean, the publicist doesn't have final say unless they're writing the specific whatever you're having posted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, you know, if they say that, run. But communication is key. I mean, and you should be getting a monthly report at the end of each month. You should see some results from your press release, especially if it's going online today. I mean, you should get uh, quite a few pickups. Uh, so, you know, communication is key. Make sure that you're getting what you need to get from them, and if not, find out why you're not. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, you know, make sure you have a contract that you can get out of with one month's notice and you're not trapped in something that you can't get out of. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Public is legit. It should be a working relationship between the two of you, and it should work from both sides. 